Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, normally on Thursday, we get to talk about AEW and NXT, but... NXT was on Tuesday this week, and so we can spend most of the day here talking about AEW, although if you want to talk about both, you're welcome to. We do have some uh, NXT news, that being the rating for this past Tuesday night's show. If you guys recall, two weeks ago on Super Tuesday, they did an Iron Man match for the vacant NXT title, and they went off the air without a champion. I thought that idea sucked. I thought that was blatant false advertising. But people argued it's a cliffhanger. They do this all the time in wrestling. Well, we have the numbers here, and I will tell you how well the cliffhanger did with this finish that they did on NXT two weeks ago. We don't have the AW numbers yet, but we will have those probably shortly after this show goes off the air, so you can follow me at Brian Alvarez for that. We do have the Raw numbers from Monday, and whatever big bump that they got from the Thunderdome, looks like that big bump is not there anymore. But it was Labor Day, so it is possible that that is largely a result of the holiday. We will find out. Actually, we it's going to be tough to find out because next Monday they're going head-to-head with two football games. So I think they're probably going to be slaughtered, but I guess we'll find out how loyal this Raw audience is. We've also got anything you want to talk about from AEW last night, the debut of the man who just days ago wished that Dave Meltzer would burn in hell. The former Rusev is now part of AEW. Miro is going by. I don't know why, because his full name, Miroslav Barnyashev, is just about the greatest wrestling name I've ever heard of in my life. So we can talk about that. And Gerald Briscoe, actually not furloughed, he was released by WWE after all of these years. That's a sad story. We got a lot to get into after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If 
you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the video game review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Everyday Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W Video. The mightier 1090 AM across all of SoCal. We got a lot to get into here today. Super Tuesday edition of NXT, which featured the cliffhanger. Actually, was the follow-up to the cliffhanger. Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, vacant NXT title. 838,000 viewers down 1.3% from last week. 15th on cable in 18 to 49, which is a .22 rating. So in 18 to 49, they were down 15.4% from last week, unopposed. 
There were NBA playoff games, but there were the week before as well, if I recall correctly. That was down from last week. The viewership was NXT's third highest of 2020. In the demos, women 18 to 49 down 21 percent. Men 18 to 49 down 12 percent. People 18 to 34 down 36 percent. Females 12 to 34 down 45 percent. Males 12 to 34 down 22 percent. People 25 to 54 down 6.7 percent. And the reason that the numbers uh, were close to next week, the overall, is because people over 50 were up 7.5%. So the moral of this story is, whenever everybody wanted to argue about going to a draw in an Iron Man match and holding it off for another week, there was exactly one age group that grew as a result of that finish. And it was people over 50, which is... And God bless everybody over 50. I'm almost there. But that's that's the worst demo if you want to sell ads. Every single other demo was down. So that tells me that whatever you want to think of that idea, that was not a great idea. You do a cliffhanger and you promise a, a new champion. You don't deliver. And you say, but, but next week we're going to give you the new champion. As we can see here, a lot of those people, they either didn't buy it or they didn't care after that. Because these demos, I mean, people 18 to 34 down 36%. That is a big drop. And the females 12 to 34, which normally they don't get, but they had some the week prior, down 45, almost 50% they were down. So that's that. And before we get Mike's thoughts, here's a quick look at Raw. 1.73 million viewers. The lowest for the show since they began the Thunderdome. Obviously, there was sports competition, but dude, you want sports competition? Wait till next Monday. Raw was down 9% overall, 17% 18 to 49, 30% 18 to 34. 17th overall, which is a little better than usual. But the first to third hour drop, 8%. Women 18 to 49. Raw actually was higher in hour three than hour two. Uh, males 18 to 49, however, down 14%. Teenage girls down, teenage boys down. Over 50 was down, which is hard to believe. Third hour, or the three hours, 1.67 million. First hour, it did grow in the second to 1.80 million. But then third hour, big drop to 1.61 million. So Thunderdome helped draw for a while, but, I mean, they're in big trouble now with football debuting next Monday. And those NXT numbers are fine. I mean, it's way better going unopposed on a Tuesday. But I think we've learned a lesson about promising a new champion and not delivering. Well, that that's true. But I, I think you, you just mentioned it. That's the biggest thing to me is imagine if they would have been on Wednesday, what would have happened with AEW coming off the pay-per-view. And uh, we'll see what AEW's number is is and see if the uh, pay-per-view and the show they did last week was enough to keep people enticed. Um, they should stay on Tuesday. They're not going to, but that, you know, this is a great example as to why, um, you know, without any competition and raw speaking of competition raw on Monday is going to be, I don't know if they're facing all four major sports, but you know, the NFL would be enough. And I guess the only thing that they have going for them is last year at this time, they went up against the NFL and, 
it was 2.36 million in hour one, 2.18 in hour two, and 1.84 in hour three. Well, they're already down now to 1718 and 16. So if there's any silver lining possible in this is you've already atrophied down to the point where you are at your hardest of hardcore. So maybe this NFL uh, assault that you take every year really, you know, statistically won't be as bad since you're already down to the nubs as it is. All right. We've also got, I guess that was actually all of it. Uh, There was the big debut of the best man. We had a prediction at the end of the show that it would be the son of of Mr. Perfect. Who's who's better than Perfect? Maybe his son? But no, in fact, it was Miro. Miroslav Barnyashev is all elite. He is Kip Sabian's best man. And he cut a promo about brass rings and glass ceilings and then announced that he was all elite. So we'll see how he does in, in AEW. We've only seen one promo. I presume he'll be wrestling pretty soon. Thank you, Mike. All right, Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> what kind of what kind of open ended thought is that? I think we'll. Be what do you think about Rusev on sure. AEW? Well, I mean, you didn't really give your thoughts on it too much. I haven't there. seen I anything except was, a promo. I thought it was a. <laughs> so you want me to give your thoughts on it? I thought it was actually relatively flat, and I don't want to get yelled at by him. Hopefully, Dave is still put in you know, much worse regard than I am for saying this, but I just thought it was one of those, I don't want to say generic ex-WWE promos where, hey, brass ring, glass ceiling, all that stuff, okay, I'm done now. I don't want to hear anything about you and WWE anymore. Now all I want to hear about is how much ass you're going to kick or how handsome you're going to be or whatever it's going to be on AEW. That's all I care about now, and I think the faster, and this is nothing against Kip Sabian, but... We complained about Rusev not having the opportunities in the upper tier in WWE. You know, we saw it was seen and we saw flashes of this guy. And it's like, hey, you could do more with this guy. Look at him with Kip Sabian right now. Penelope Ford, you already know, at least me, I know this guy can do more than what he's doing right now. And I think the faster you get him away from this whole situation, maybe the better it is. Now, I'm willing to sit back and wait because, you know, we got to see what the plan is. They're obviously bringing him in in this role for a reason. But what is it going to be? So hopefully the story plays itself out really well, and he's ascended to a higher tier as fast as possible. Gerald Briscoe said on Twitter Thursday morning, Vince McMahon called him Wednesday night to say that, quote, after 36 years of dedication to WWE, I am no longer needed. Briscoe said, I'm okay with this. I will still be around to help the talent. He said, I appreciate all the well wishes. I would also like to add that I need a little space, so everyone asking for an interview at this time... I need to step back, take a deep breath. Just remember, I have no anger, just emotions at this time. Wednesday night, 73 years old, tweeted, When you think it's all over, it's only begun. He was furloughed in April, and he has now been released. I hate this. He's been around forever in WWE. I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old. When he retired. And he's worked with WWE pretty much ever since. Yeah. There wouldn't be a WWE in the way that it is if it wasn't for Vince going in and taking, you know, being able to buy uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling and get on WTBS. 
knocking the NWA off of there as part of that expansion. And then because of that, he wouldn't have been able to get the million dollars for selling that time slot to Jim Crockett that he had that helped him out for WrestleMania so much. You know, that that's a big deal. Gerald Briscoe is important in, in, in farming amateur talent and going out there and searching for these great athletes, these great guys with the, the mentality and the determination that, you know, has always been great pro wrestling stock and made really great pro wrestlers. And he's been involved in a lot of that. And I can't believe when he called and, and reported that, you know, Vince McMahon told him, you know, we just don't have a place for you anymore. Bull, you always have a place for somebody like Gerald Briscoe. I can't. It's too bad. It's too bad with all that money and all those spaces and a bunch of people filling superfluous roles anyway. You couldn't find a place for Gerald Briscoe. Dude, no, forget no finding a place. Like, throw the guy a few bucks for the rest of his life for crying out loud. Yeah, he should be on the and payroll How much forever. money this place is making? This is like senior stuff. He should have been one. He should have been his gorilla, his grand wizard, his uh, Arnie, Arnie Skolin, those people that were on that payroll for life. Freddie Blassie, he should have been one of those people for Vince. You know how much The Undertaker is making to ride ATVs with his wife at home? And you can't throw a few bucks at Gerald Briscoe after all these years? Hallelujah. It's actually disgusting, but. Anyway, here's what we're going to do. We're going to head to a break, and when we come back, we will take your text messages first, 425-780-7566, or emails, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at SemperVV. And then, final segment, we will, in fact, take your phone calls. So, however you want to contact us, get going, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. 
and you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Somebody in the chat was asking about Tainara, who debuted officially for AEW last night as a signed talent. She signed yesterday, and she was limping after the match. It, it appears that she had fingernails dug into her knee. I don't know what's going on, but I think she's all right. So I have no idea how that happened in the match, but that's apparently what happened. Did it ever happen with you uh, grappling Buddy Wayne before or anything like that? Uh, why would I have – why in the world would I have fingernails in my knee? I don't know how I don't know, she I'm trying had to figure out why she would. <laughs> I don't know why. It's ridiculous. All right. Let's look at some of these. <laughs> Actually, this is a ridiculous question, but – it's actually yeah. not that ridiculous when you think about it. Do you think it would benefit USA to lead into Raw with Matlock and diagnosis murder? <laughs> okay, I understand the joke, but here's a problem with your text, buddy. They already have old viewers. Matlock. So the issue is the other way around. They need to lead in with Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood or, you know, whatever. They're, we're trying to attract a younger audience, not more old people. So, no, that would that would not work right there. And you're wrong, by the way, about, like, you know, ads with 50-year-olds, although it's not the demo that USA is looking for there. Usually, you know, when it comes to 50-year-old advertising, it's a lot of big money advertising because, in theory, those people are in their money-making years. And so that's why you get drug companies and and Lexus commercials and all that sort of stuff. It just happens to be with pro wrestling. You don't get that. And then you have the nature of the show itself, which purports to sell itself to to young people and and putting smiles on faces and starting family traditions. Remember how they started selling the WWE Network at first? From generation to generation. Like, you know, all of the memories will be right there, and we're going to make more of them for you. Well, I guess they have if you're an AEW fan. This person here says, with the relationship between AEW and the NWA, any chance we see Cody, Nick, Aldis, three? I mean, I guess it's possible. Uh, the The situation is there. They've basically got Thunder Rosa on a per-date basis for the time being. And so she's going to be back next week, and I guess they'll just use her as long as they can use her. Good. The thing with, the thing with this is, 
with with Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis does a lot of stuff for the NWA behind the scenes. So he's he's working right now. Whereas some of the wrestlers, if they're not wrestling, they're not working. Well, the show's coming back. So that they well, it is coming that. back. But my point is, like at the moment, like if you need people to get out there and do something to make some money, I mean, it's the people that aren't working. I'm not sure that they want Nick Aldis to be a regular on AEW television. Ultimately, going to lose because I don't think AEW is going to bring him in to beat Cody. I mean, maybe they would, but Schmaz. anything is possible. But I don't think it's happening anytime soon. I could see him going old school with something like that. And I think if the finish is exciting enough, you can have a non-finish. You can have a double DQ or something like that, and and. and you know, call back to that. I think in, in some ways they would actually be very, very fitting. And I don't know what the future and how everything's going to shake out for the NWA. You know, I don't know what the deal is with Zicky Dice. Obviously, I don't think Ricky Starks is ever going to be going back. But, you know, they did a good job breaking people like that, breaking Thunder Rosa, introducing Eddie Kingston, people that, you know, people we've seen on the indies forever and know how talented they are, see them and expose them to a whole new audience and a whole new set of people. And, you know, Mike Bennett is looks like he's the first one with the NWA Heavyweight Championship shot, and he's a very polarizing figure. But I think after his WWE run, I don't think anybody. To me, I don't. I'll never blame Mike Bennett for you know, in some ways, the situations that he was in. I blame WWE. You know, it's it's sad he had to go along with a lot of this stuff. But this is a great shot at redemption for him, and I think it's the perfect spot against the perfect guy. So, you know, that that's the one thing the NWA has been able to give us here in this new generation is being able to break people. And we'll see how it goes with Mike Bennett because this is going to be a good reclamation project. This person here says, I'm tired of people saying that AEW has too many ex-WWE guys. Do WWE fans expect everybody released from WWE to just leave the business? Do you want to know why AEW has so many ex-WWE guys? I know. Because WWE is the only company firing anybody during the pandemic! And they hired a zillion people, too. Ring of Honor hasn't fired anybody. New Japan hasn't fired anybody. AEW hasn't... Even the NWA isn't firing anybody. So, of course, the only people getting hired right now are ex-WWE guys. They're the only ones being released. Plus, they signed 700 billion people in the last 10 years or wherever the hell it is because they've been trying to stop and stifle competition everywhere. So it's going to be hard to have somebody that probably wasn't, you know, I mean, if you think about how ridiculous it is when you're going to look back at this footnote in history where it's like, hey, remember that time Kota Ibushi was competing for WWE? You know, it's like stuff like that. So... That's the way it goes. I, I get it because Zack Ryder and, and and Rusev were around for so long and pushed to X level. And there's other people out there like the Ricky Starks of the Worlds and other people that AEW has signed that they're not using right now that these people might be taking their place. But that's just the way it goes. This person here says, what did Eddie Kingston mean when he said that he was never officially eliminated from the Casino Battle Royal? Did I miss something here? Yes. Well, yes, you did, obviously. Yeah, he wasn't. He never went over the top rope. He ended up on the apron. He climbed up to the middle rope. And he was thrown off the middle rope from there to the floor. And they counted that as his elimination because I guess the referee wasn't paying attention. So I don't know if that was done by design. I think. Or if they later realized it. And since people were talking about it on the internet, they, they turned it into a storyline, which they have done before. But one way or the other, he was not eliminated from the Battle Royal. And he has an argument that he should be getting a title shot. Well, the funny part was, I, I think because of everything that went down on Saturday, 
I didn't really hear anybody kind of talk about it. It wasn't mentioned because it's like I'm going through and it's like, well, why is there one off here on eliminations? It's like, oh, because Eddie Kingston wasn't actually really eliminated from the match. And it was like, okay. And they never really, they didn't sell it that hard or anything like that. But it didn't surprise me when it brought it up. But I, I didn't really see any buzz about it at all. Although I wonder, you know, his role right now and how that, you know, as a player coach, I guess, it's it's weird, you know, the the Butcher Blade, you know, Penta, I would assume it's leading to a match between those two teams. It's just a matter of how, what kind of role Eddie Kingston plays and, and, and how they go about things, because it's such a weird dynamic right now. In a way, I kind of like it, because, you know, he's the glue, kind of holding all these guys together, but it was such a weird, awkward thing last night, with, you know, all four of, you know, his, his group interacting with each other. This person here says, I wish Miro would have kicked Kip's ass. Well... There's plenty of time, buddy. I mean, he can beat him up. He can go out there during the wedding and say that he's sick of weddings. He can't believe that he left. And now he's doing another stupid wedding. Just yeah. destroy everybody, massacre everything. I don't know if that's gonna, they're going to do that, but, I mean, you can. <laughs> just because just cause he's with Kip now doesn't mean he's going to be with Kip forever. No, the, well, and again, the faster to me that they can get him away and up that main, you know, up into something serious, the better it's going to be. What did Dave say that got Rusev all upset? Well, what Dave said, this is funny. He basically said that the reason that WWE clamped down on all of this, these outside endeavors in WWE is because of a sponsorship that Lana got. And what he said was that the Lana deal was the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, I guess Lana got a lot of heat from fans because of that like this was all her fault dave never said it was her fault he said of all of them that occurred that was the one where wwe if you want to try to spin this into well dave said it was all lana's fault that's not what he said and it's not even like it's not like dave put a clamp down you know who put a clamp down on endorsements and everything and twitch and it was vince so Instead of getting mad at Vince, Miro decided he was going to take it out on Dave. And he flipped his lid. He said he was going to burn in hell. I mean, people should just get off social media. I mean, there's so many people that should just get off social media or just don't even address it. Well, the dude but, he's beefing with with the Twitter fingers uh, ought to get off with there too sometimes, considering that we're doing this show yesterday. And he's, you know, Miro saying, well, you know, and what a surprise. Randy Orton, the guy he just worked with, the guy I'm sure he's friends with, man, the greatest heel of all time. And then you have Dave firing back. What do you haven't seen, Buddy Rogers? You can't talk about that ever. It's like, man, let, let that go too. Come on. This person here says, how, do, how happy do you think Bischoff was seeing you get super kicked by the Young Bucks last night? Yes, I've heard that joke a thousand times. But let's talk about what's important, everybody. <laughs> is that to write Alex off because it's the NFL? He's going to more NFL duties or something? I've been told Alex is fine. I know there was grave, the gut. <laughs> grave concern <laughs> Ooh, about that super kick. I love that sound night, effect. <laughs> he's all right. Ben Carter, Ricky Starks, and A.W. Dark this past week was great. It might not have been notable but i just wanted to see more carter when it was over i don't think i'm wrong here but i'm open to thoughts had a lot of people dave was raving like crazy about this man ben carter ben carter fella on uh, the game changer wrestling shows and on indies i'm sure ask tom about him uh he's probably been on a show with him ben carter is something else he's been trained by uh 
uh, Seth Rollins of the Black and Brave Academy, uh, Academy of Merrick Brave, and he is something else. He's British and very young and can just one of those guys, Alex Zane, there's a handful of them on the indie scene, and, and we've seen some of them in, in, the, in the New Japan Dojo before that are there's a young generation that is really good and, and crazy athletic. And this guy, I'm not saying he's like Pac, but he probably can do just about everything from what I've seen so far. He is really going to be something else. Spur says, do you think Moxley should have wrestled Wardlow on the go-home show? They left Moxley laying in the ring so they could have done a DQ finish to protect Wardlow. I think their idea of protecting Wardlow is not having him do jobs. So there you go. Yeah. We're going to break. When we come back, I'm going to open up the phone lines. Oh, the phone number, it's toll free, 844-913-2727. That is 844-913-2727. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Listen up, sports fans. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about our favorite sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get in your bets BetUS.com is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the business. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1 800 MyBetUS. That's 1 800 M Y B E T U S, and they will walk you through getting started. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. Join now. Mention Rick Tittle. That's me. And you can get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody beats that. 25 years in the business and the best bonuses. BetUS should be your sports book. Once again, join today. Call 800-MY-BETUS and mention Rick Tittle, BetUS.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. First, wants to know who do you see being Moxley's opponent at full gear? Are Kenny and Hangman really done? We won't get a three-way with them, the Bucks, and FTR at full gear. Will Kenny just go straight back to feuding with Moxley? On and on. He's got a lot of questions here. And unfortunately, I don't have the answers for you. But there's definitely a story here. There's absolutely a story. Hangman wants to regain the tag team titles with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega does not want to be a tag team guy anymore. He wants to be a singles guy. The Young Bucks are currently furious, and they're not taking anything from anybody, especially that Alex Marvez chap. They're beating everybody up. So we got a long way to go till full gear. We got the the uh, anniversary show. I mean, you could always do the three-way on the anniversary show and shoot a big angle there, and everybody breaks up and goes. And there's a lot of things you can do in a lot of time. And, I mean, I guess if I really had to predict, I mean, maybe it's going to be Moxley versus Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view. I guess we'll see. Hmm. I just want to know who's going to be going dirty here. Cody Rhodes still, and I, you know, with Kenny Omega, probably he can break off on his own. He doesn't have to go full. Yeah, I still think Cody is the one because of his character and because – he basically, to me, he's in in many ways, he's a heel. <laughs> you know, Brandy is a heel. And how the, the whole, bringing the whole family out there and just the whole presentation, it is, I don't know. I, I just look at him and think that's the guy that should really, he's the one that probably should be out of the elite first with all of this stuff going on. Maybe there should be a misdirection where it's actually Cody and that way, Kenny can still be a singles wrestler. Hangman can still be a singles wrestler. You know, and they can still do whatever they're going to do. But the the heat ends up becoming on Cody, and I know they they probably won't do that at least anytime soon. But I just think that's a better direction, kind of, with all of this other stuff going on, and a lot of guys who are upset with each other. And in some ways, I guess, like with Hangman Page, they don't even know why. You know, to me, that's something that could actually maybe they can meld together because they got to now deal with Cody. Selbach, or is it Dagan? Whoever this is, you're on the air. What's going on? It is, in fact, Dagan. How are you guys doing today? Shout out to the Twitch chat. Uh, Most to get of your them. Thoughts on the, yeah, wanted to get your thoughts on the G1 entrance. Uh, I am so hyped for this tournament this year, uh, especially A Block. It's just ridiculously stacked. Uh, I'm thinking maybe Jay White versus Evil in the finals could be an interesting way that they could book this. Um, but I just was curious who you think might win uh, their respective blocks and uh, how many matches will Dave give five or more stars to? Oh, <laughs> Thanks man. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you very much for the call. Well, the issue with these five-star matches here is there's no crowd. And 
I don't know. I, I don't know if I see Dave giving any five-star ratings to matches with no crowd. I could be wrong. And I guess it'll probably be small crowds, but who's going to win? I don't know. I think Mike yesterday predicted evil, which is actually not the worst prediction, especially because this was supposed to be the year of evil, and the year of evil ended up, he had a like a, a one-month reign and then lost it again. So I could I could very easily see him winning the G1 Facing Naito in a rematch at the Dome. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess it really comes to how much, you know, what do you want to do to set up your with the Dome? And uh, you know, that was actually Adam Summers was, you know, had opined about that, you know, the evil going through and winning it, especially because of how shaky things kind of were for him, you know, during this reign. And, and now you have the ability to kind of make him strong and set some things straight and anything he may have screwed up with before and not really clicked with. And, you know, now may be a good time to fix that. You could do him and Jay White in the finals. You can do him and uh, Okada in the finals. There's, you know, to 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 get him over Okada as a as a feather in his cap to go on to the dome to face Naito again. There's so many things that you could do here, and I wouldn't count Jay White out. You know, there's Shingo and Osprey and guys like that, but I think, you know, Osprey I thought was going to be a really good. Uh, there could have been a great chance for him to win the New Japan Cup this past year. I, I don't know if that was the case, but it felt like it could be. And I don't know with trying to get evil over right now, with getting some pieces back into place, if you necessarily want to make that move with Osprey right now. I, I think, you know, you, you have all of these things that are going to be set up and you have no idea what the future is going to be as far as having crowds and stuff like that. So you have these major shows that you're going to to be doing. I think you got time to kind of work with a lot of this stuff. You have so much talent at your disposal. I think they need to really focus on evil right now and trying to focus that top heavyweight picture, which really includes Kota Obushi too, because he's kind of been the forgotten man in all this. You know, talking about a guy who might be turning, you know, evil, uh, you know, and turning dirty. They've teased it with Tanahashi here for a while. So, you know, you got to figure Ibushi into this mix, too. So I'm not sure if guys like Osprey and, and Ishii and, and Shingo and some of the people that others would like to see maybe push right now, I don't know if this is really going to be the time to do it. And even as a big Jay White fan, unless you're going to put Jay White into the mix with Evil and, and really into the heavyweight title mix immediately, you know, for the first part of next year, I don't know if you bother with him right now necessarily either. Let's go to the Great White North. You're on the air. What's going on? Hi, this is Matt, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just wondering, your, wanted to hear your thoughts on uh, sort of the, how the Hangman Kenny storyline's going. Because the promos last night, I remember you saying, well, we're, you know, we haven't heard from Hangman yet. And we really haven't heard him say anything other than, well, it's all my fault. And I wonder if you think this is just a slow build, which would be good, or sort of the Cody, you know, it's all shades of gray, faces and heels are an old trope, um, and we're just kind of not going to know. Uh, it's just going to be this way. Hangman does some bad stuff. Maybe Omega does some bad stuff. Because to me, that would be bad. I mean, if they want Hangman to be the top baby face in the company, it seems like you want to have him in a big feud. And for me, that would, you'd want to have a clear face and a clear heel. Uh, what do you think, if that makes any sense? Where do you well, let me I want to thank you very much for the call. So here's here's the thing on this. So the one thing about this story that I think we can all agree on is that this story is not being rushed. And so, yes, we had an interview last night and Hangman said it was all my fault, but he hasn't really explained himself. I guess we're just supposed to presume that 
that it's true that he he was afraid to face the Bucks, and so he cost them the match. But when I watch it, and I could be wrong, but when I watch it, I feel like there must be more to it than that. Like he's he's kind of avoiding the subject. He makes a brief mention of it. I mean, I I thought that maybe Kenny had set him up, but after last night, it looks like maybe Kenny hadn't set it up. You know, Kenny, Kenny, here's the thing. Kenny was acting very, very heelish for a long time. Then last night, he's just like, you know, he's happy to move back to the singles division. It seems like there is more to the story. Now, the one thing I want to say, because I hear this all the time in AEW, about how Cody did that interview, and he has done this interview a few times, about how, you know, there's there's no baby faces and heels, shades of gray, this and that. If you watch AEW, I mean, with the exception of his wife, who I have no idea what's going on with Brandy. It's like she's a heel on one show, she's a baby face on another. And and even like when Cody did the open challenge, when you're doing an open challenge and sometimes it's heels and sometimes it's baby faces, I mean, sometimes you are going to work as the heel in the match, but that doesn't mean you're a heel. In AEW, there are absolutely, positively baby faces and heels. There is virtually no shade of gray. Like, rattle off everybody in that company with the exception of Brandy. Who else in that company are you not sure if they're a babyface or a heel? The Jurassic Express? Babyface. Uh, Chris Jericho? Heel. Orange Cassidy? Babyface. MJF? Heel. I mean, you can go, like, all the way down the roster. Trent's mom, babyface. I mean, even, even the Young Bucks, who have been acting heelish, there is a logical reason for why they're so upset. They've explained it multiple times. They've been called the greatest tag team in the world. It has been almost a year now. They have never won the tag team titles. And when they had their their big opportunity to finally get that shot here, they got screwed by their best friend. You expect them to be happy? You expect them to be smiling and laugh? They're angry! Exactly. You gotta look. This is part of the the shades of gray thing can work as far as actions. This is a sport. This is about money. This is about the bottom line. This is about championships. You know, sometimes, and it's a wrestling business, so we're all supposed to be independent contractors here, all all clawing and scratching and maybe undercutting each other on price to get where we want to be. And if they portray that, that's okay. I, I can handle that. You know, th- these things are going to happen sometimes. But as you mentioned, you know, Cody actually is the, the biggest one in some ways, the, the shade of gray. Cody and Brandy absolutely are. But everybody else is pretty much clearly defined. So I, you know, that that's that's going to continue to be brought up over and over again. And it's kind of like the UW, the Mid-South thing. You know, how is this like Mid-South? Because the matches are supposed to matter. And yes, it is a 2020, uh, you know, weird LSD trip that these guys have are looking at, you know, Mid-South wrestling on and Bill Watts wrestling on. But the professional wrestling tenants are still there. And that's why they were able to make moves swiftly with Brandy and with the Dark Order and with Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho because you give yourself dexterity when you're booking pro wrestling as opposed to whatever it is the WWE is doing. And unfortunately for them coming up flat, as obviously the ratings on Monday proved, once the little bumps over from Thunderdome, what do you got? You got the stories. And for what anybody wants to say about the talent level or some of the storytelling, because it hasn't all been perfect in AEW, 
it's been a lot closer to what like old traditional pro wrestling was than what WWE is doing, at least on those two main shows. All right, Norristown, PA, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Hey, Twitch homies. Scat's here. Yes. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, so we've seen AEW has used a lot of NWA talent, possibly signed away a lot of NWA talent for uh, during the pandemic. The NWA starting next week is starting a wait, bunch wait, of Wait, 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 wait. Scats, my friend. Who, who have they signed from the NWA? Is this the real Scats? Uh, I believe Ricky Starks, uh, Eddie Kingston. They're using Thunder Rosa right now. I don't think Eddie Those Kingston are, was signed to uh, – Thunder Rosa is uh, signed to the NWA. They, they're on a, on a per-show deal. They did get Ricky Starks, but Eddie Kingston, I'm not sure that he was signed with the NWA. Uh. Okay. Well, if, if, even if it wasn't signed with the NWA, he was kind of a notable NWA name, and they seem to have at least a relationship with Corgan, at least as shown by Thunder Rosa. Uh, NWA is running weekly pay-per-views starting next week. I imagine they might want to add some more star power potentially to those pay-per-views. Can you imagine as a sort of make-good or talent exchange, uh, AEW sending a person or two down to those NWA pay-per-views to help boost the NWA sales? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I suppose that's possible. I I mean, really, right now in this talent exchange, it's only been one person. It's been Thunder Rosa. So I suppose it's possible that they could send Sheeta there or they could send somebody. But, I mean, you got to realize that, you know, until yesterday, I mean, the idea was that Thunder Rosa was in only for the pay-per-view and she was gone. We didn't even think she was going to wrestle this Wednesday, but they got her for another night. So I think it's just a very, very... It feels to me like it, this relationship is almost over if NW is going to be back running regularly. But I can I check. Back in a moment of Super Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, everybody, they did it. 1.016 million viewers for the AEW show unopposed on Wednesday night. And that is, of course, coming off the show the week prior that I thought was a very weak show. And, you know, we've said it a million times, a, a go-home show, a go-home show can be weak, but that doesn't that does not necessarily play into the following weekend's pay-per-view. And clearly, whatever you thought of last week's show, it did not run off any viewers. 1.016 million. I mean, if there's any bad news from this, I mean, the bad news is they have no idea what day they're going to be on next week. And it is up to fans to basically figure out what day they're on because of the NBA playoffs. They are probably going to air on Thursday, which would be unopposed again, but it is a different night. And it is possible that they will air on Wednesday. And if they do, that will be head-to-head with NXT. But anyway, those are your numbers. 0.37 at 18-49. to I have not had a chance to look at everything else because we were just looking at it during the commercial break. But there you go. Broke a million. Hey, Tuesday's number, Wednesday's number, uh, both of them good. <laughs> both NXT and AEW. I wish they would stay alone on, on, on Tuesday and Wednesday night. That would be fantastic. But, hey, good for AEW. Now it's just maintaining it and making sure you you, you continue to put the heat on. You know, forget about putting the heat on WWE. Just continue to do what you're doing and grind away and, and what letting it pay off. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for joining us here today. Tonight, myself and Vinny, 90 minutes on AEW and NXT. And for those of you wondering, because Granny was not on Tuesday, she is going to stop by and say hi tonight, although it will not be a full Granny segment. But she'll be on the show, AEW, NXT, lots of stuff coming up, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. So check it out. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> 